This is News Talk. As you would imagine, Christy Dignam is on the front of a number of the papers. The Irish Sun, there are no words. We're devastated. The Irish Daily Mirror, pray for Christy. This is the news, which I'm sure you heard about yesterday. And the whole country seems to have been affected by the sad news that Aslan singer Christy Dignam is receiving palliative care at home. He was admitted to hospital last year with complications from a long-running blood disorder. Aslan has cancelled all future gigs and a spokesperson said the Dignam family thanks everyone for keeping Christy in their thoughts and prayers. So he got out of hospital last month and he's receiving palliative care at home. That's on the front of several papers this morning. The Irish Daily Mail looks at a tourist tax to stay in Dublin. So if you thought hotel prices weren't expensive enough, we could be faced with this now. And particularly people from rural Ireland not happy. Their representatives certainly not happy. The Mail says that rural TDs and the hotel industry are gearing up to fight a plan to bring in a new Dublin hotel room tax. A report shows that tax on overnight accommodation could raise more than €12 million a year. And Kerry TD Michael Healy Ray last night vowed to fight it vehemently in the Dáil and said Dublin would be killing off the golden goose if it tries to charge rural people even more for staying in Dublin. Now the Mail says that the proposal has broad support among Dublin councillors who see it as a way out of the city's budget hole and a way to fix the crime-ridden north inner city. So to be a 1% hotel tax uh, Michael Healy Ray says essentially Dublin should be privileged and feel honoured that they have visitors even going to the city and now they want to try and tax them. So we'll keep an eye on this story but it can only go one way which would mean that hotel prices would go up if this were to be introduced. Pascal Donoghue still on the front pages. Now you may remember he did a press conference on Sunday. Quite unusual for a minister. Obviously as we were saying yesterday wanting to get ahead of the story about election expenses but the story continues to dominate the front pages of the broadsheets. So the uh, Irish Times, Donoghue insists he did not breach electoral spending limits. Minister Pascal Donoghue insisting he breached no spending limits by accepting an offer from a friend to erect posters for him during the 2016 election campaign. Uh, while the overall amount exceeded the €1,000 allowable for an individual donation to a political candidate, a spokesperson for Minister Donoghue said there were two donations in this instance and that each was below the strict limits set out in the electoral acts there. So that's on the front of the Irish Times. As we heard yesterday on News Talk Breakfast, Sinn Féin TD Louise O'Reilly saying that the Minister hadn't fully explained all the circumstances she's calling for more clarity from the Minister and particularly his relationship with Michael Stone who was appointed as Chairman of a Board seeking to revive Dublin's North East Inner City in 2017 after being recommended by Minister Donoghue for the unpaid voluntary role. So that's all on the front of the Irish Times. The Irish Independent looks at the politics around the story and the support for Minister Donoghue. Fianna Fáil will back Pascal Donoghue over his failure to declare election donations as long as there are no further revelations. So, Tónis de Michal Martin weighing in behind the Minister saying he had given a thorough explanation for not declaring that Michael Stone paid for posters to be erected. But the Irish Independent says there are concerns within Fianna Fáil over the 
revelations. Uh, so Fianna Fáil saying uh, if there's no more drama, we will obviously support Minister Donoghue. Uh, now, the Irish Independent also says it can be revealed that Fianna Fáil Senator Mary Fitzpatrick declared that she spent €5,000 having posters installed and removed during the 2016 election there. So there's a lot of digging going on among journalists about election expenses and registers of interest and things being declared and not being declared at the moment. So plenty of fodder for the papers in the days and weeks to come. Now, the Irish Examiner goes with the big threshold report. We'll be talking to Threshold shortly here on Breakfast Briefing, but they're saying in the Examiner that the exodus of landlords from the rental market, because as we heard, they're all selling up, or a lot of them are selling up. Well, this... Exodus is putting households at immediate risk of homelessness, according to Threshold, who says that the threat of eviction is the greatest issue facing renters in Ireland. So we'll chat more about that when we speak to Anne-Marie O'Reilly shortly. Just to look across the water, the extraordinary story, which you may or may not have heard about, about this Metropolitan Police officer. The headline on the front of the Telegraph, we have failed, he should not have been an officer. And the head of the Metropolitan Police was last night facing his first major crisis after it emerged a Scotland Yard officer had carried out scores of rapes. It's an horrific story. David Carrick has pleaded guilty to 49 charges against 12 victims, which makes him one of Britain's most prolific rapists. Uh, and the Telegraph says he used his position as a police officer to gain the trust of his victims. But this is just a nightmare, obviously, for the victims, but certainly for the Met Police too, because it turns out that they missed nine chances to catch him. Um, so, you know, it's not the first time we've heard of rape and sexual assault involving police officers in the UK. It's going to dominate, certainly, the headlines across the water. Uh, but it's a shocking story. There are 49 charges and the commissioner apologising. Now, inside the papers, you heard there about Cleary's Clock, which is reopening today. The Irish Times tells us that the long-delayed, redeveloped Cleary's is almost... Uh, ready to go. It's going to be completed within weeks and the shops are expected to open before the summer. And you may or may not believe this, Cleary's shut down almost eight years ago and it's missed by so many people. Obviously, a lot of people lost their jobs, 460 people lost their jobs, but it has been bought and the old store uh, and the adjoining building, now called the Cleary's Quarter, has been undergoing redevelopment as a retail, office, bar and restaurant complex, as well as a hotel. The work is going to be done in the coming weeks, according to the Irish Times, and they're hoping that they'll be open by the summer there. So a lot of people very excited about the clock reopening today. So many people have memories of meeting potential dates or friends under the Cleary's clock. So I'm sure a lot of people will be there for the reopening later and good luck to them. And nice to see a bit of employment and a bit of life being injected into O'Connell Street in Dublin. We hear a lot about range, anxiety and electric vehicles. And one of the reasons people don't buy an electric car is they're worried that they're going to run out of juice on a long journey. So there's an interesting one in the mirror. An electric car has shocked two motorists who were able to drive the entire length of Ireland on one charge. That's 602 kilometres, a road trip from Mizzenhead in Cork to Malinhead 
in Donegal. The two motorists work with the AA, Blake Boland and Paddy Cummin, and they took on the challenge using a Mercedes-Benz EQS 450+. plus. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. Looks like a very fancy car. But anyway, they did it earlier this month, and it's believed it's the first time that the feat has ever been achieved that someone has driven an electric vehicle the entire length of Ireland. Uh, so they drove 615 kilometres, and when they arrived, they had 2% left on the battery. So they could have got another 15 kilometres if Ireland was actually longer there. So they also had heavy rain because you're driving in January, so it wasn't the most pleasant driving conditions. But good to know that electric vehicles can do the uh, entire length of Ireland in just one charge. Now, as I say, this is a very fancy car. Uh, I'm not sure other electric vehicles would fare so well, but it's an interesting one and it might get rid of some range anxiety for people. A couple of final stories for you. One from the Times of London about George Clooney, as if people don't love him enough. It now turns out he's being praised for donating 20 grand to a French village damaged by floods. The uh, village of Laval in Provence in southeastern France is close to where George Clooney has his house and he gave 20 grand so that residents could shelter for six months while their homes were being rebuilt. And uh, apparently George Clooney didn't want publicity at all, didn't want anyone to know that he'd given this money. But now that the houses are ready to go and they're reconstructing them, they're allowed to say that it was George Clooney who gave the money. Others are saying in the Times of London, 20 grand, yet it's a nice amount of money. Not that big a deal because George Clooney is worth an awful lot of money. I mean, the property he bought in France is worth over 6 million. Is 20 grand a lot? Well, it helped pay for the shelter for people for six months. And final story comes from the star. If you're looking for the key to a long and happy life, apparently it's cheese. A poll of 1,500 adults aged 80 and over found that eating cheese every day was the key to lifelong contentment. The study found that wine was also a crucial factor. I wonder, did they interview people in France here? Because it's all wine and cheese and things like this. No, they're in Britain, apparently. The top 10 secrets of a happy life, according to people aged 80 or over, in first place is wine, in second is laughter, then it's cheese, music, a dog or a cat, dancing, spending time with grandchildren, watching football, singing and sex in your 80s. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com This, this is Newstalk.